Part 2, Chapter 3 of Israel's Faith A Series of Lessons for the Jewish Youth This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Israel's Faith by Norman Solomon Joseph The Law of Moses the law which God gave to our forefathers is called the Law of Moses, or the Mosaic Code, because after God had proclaimed the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai, he gave other laws by the mouth of Moses, who taught them to the people, through the chiefs of the tribes and the wise men, during the forty years' wanderings in the wilderness. These laws were not given to Moses all at once. They were given at different times, as occasion required. When the forty years' wanderings were over, and Moses was about to die, he repeated the most important of them, and added some which had not been mentioned before. Surely, no better way could have been found of teaching a people so many laws, than by giving them a few at a time, and putting them in practice as they were given. Remember that in those times, thousands of years before printing was invented, the laws had to be so taught as to be well kept in memory, and there was no better way of remembering things than by practicing them. The first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, are together called the Torah or Law. These books are not all law books. They are history and law combined. The word Torah means much more than law. It means instruction, or what we now call education. The laws of the Pentateuch are not arranged, like Acts of Parliament, in a statute book, one after the other, in regular order. Still, there is a certain amount of system in their arrangement, and though history and law appear mixed up together, there is good reason for it. Some connection will always be found between the history and the laws which are next to it. The Israelites, to whom the law was given, were meant to be distinguished from all the rest of the world. They were designed to be a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. They were to be a pattern of goodness and virtue for all the nations of the earth, and it was with that intention that God gave the law. When you come to the end of Deuteronomy, you will probably say, surely it was not intended that all the world should obey all these laws, and you would be right but it was intended that the Israelites should obey them. For God had told them that he had set them apart to be a particular people, to be his own chosen nation, so that all the world should look up to them as examples. For this reason he told them that they should be holy, since he, the Lord their God, was holy. For this reason he told them to set aside the evil customs that they had learned in Egypt and to follow only the customs which he taught them, not to adopt the laws of the nations among whom they were about to dwell, but to follow only the law which he revealed to Moses, different from any law which up to that time had existed. When you read ancient history, you will understand how different this law was. You will find that the laws and the customs which existed among the ancient pagan nations were terribly cruel, and, in many respects, terribly wicked. 
Those laws were the laws of might against right. The slave, for example, had no rights, not even the right to live, if his master wished him to die. The creditor had full power over the life of his unfortunate debtor. The helpless had no protection for their lives. Old people who were unable to work were put to death, and little babies who were delicate at birth were exposed to cold and hunger and neglected till they died. You will be shocked indeed when you learn how cruel were the nations of ancient times and what wickedness was sanctioned by their laws. So you see how necessary it was that, beside a model religion, there should be a model code, a complete set of laws which should be followed by a model nation and form a pattern for all other nations to copy, so far as it might apply to their special position and wants. True, the whole world was not meant to be a kingdom of priests, like the Israelites, so it was not expected that the whole world should follow all those special customs and observances, which were intended to make the Israelites outwardly and inwardly different from all other nations, but the whole world could look up to the kingdom of priests and copy their charity, their brotherly love, their justice, their morality, and their steadfast faith. And this was what God meant when he four times declared to Abraham, Through thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God's promise to Abraham has been fulfilled. The Jews, notwithstanding all their failings, yet deserve the name of the kingdom of priests. For, dispersed among the nations, the Jews alone have remained the guardians of God's holy law, not simply guarding and preserving the Bible as a volume of venerable antiquity, but regarding it as the word of the living God, and observing the selfsame law of Moses that our forefathers observed three thousand years ago. End of Part 2, Chapter 3